Hello and welcome to Embrace Relief with Chelsea Winterholler. I am a certified life coach who helps moms embrace the relief that comes from finding emotional freedom around your child's future. I have had a child die, I have a child who experiences anxiety, and I have a child who lives with a life-threatening allergy. And I used to go at facing it all alone. The worry and fear completely consumed me. Until I found a life coach who would help me process all of the emotions that I was having about my children's futures. I am so excited to help you on this journey and watch you, in turn, help your kids. This is episode 44, Everyone Needs My Help. Hello, hello. I hope you are having a wonderful morning. I know that I am. I am ready to rock today. I have been reading a lot of inspirational books, and one of them is Big Magic, which I think I talked about in a couple episodes ago. I read books really, really slow, and I'm kind of okay with it, which is funny because I actually love to do everything fast in my life. But when I am reading books, I feel like I am able to process and take them in just a little bit better when I read them slow. And so I read a couple chapters of Big Magic this week and something that I loved that I just want to start this podcast out with is to share with you. Perfectionism is just you telling you that you aren't good enough. So I don't know who needed to hear that today, but if it was you, write it down, take it to heart, drop the perfectionism, and just let good be good enough. All right, let's get going on today's episode. Everyone needs my help. I bet you have said this, if not today, in the past week or month of your life. I know that it is something that I say all too often. I'm pretty sure that I say it in my mind. I might not say it out loud, but I say it in my mind almost every morning as I am getting my kids ready for school. And the stinky thing is, is right after my brain tells me everyone needs my help, I start to either feel bad for myself or shame myself. So feeling bad for myself looks like, and no one else is doing it. I'm the only one that can do it here. This is ridiculous. Why isn't anyone else pitching in? right? Or shaming myself might sound more like, if only I could get it together, I would be able to help them all. Or my brain might offer me something like, I wish I had the ability to do all the things for all of the people. Guys, newsflash, neither of those things helps anyone get the help that they need. When you are coming from a place of shame, you are not able to turn around and do all the things that all the people need 
around you. When you are coming from a place of guilt, a similar thing happens. You start to look at everyone else and everything they're not doing, and then you're just shaming them. And sometimes I turn around and I say things with my mouth that make people feel guilty. Like, if only you would pick up your own backpack. Or if only you would have went to bed earlier last night, you wouldn't have been so grumpy this morning. Are you following me? I am sure that you are. So when your brain offers you this thought, everyone needs help, needs my help, because I actually believe that everyone needs help is a, a very true statement. Do you? I believe that is a true statement because I need help. My spouse, he needs help. My kids, they need help. The homeless person on the side of the street, he needs help. The grocery checker at Target, they need help. Everyone needs help. So that, that is a true statement. But when your sneaky brain enters in that one extra word, my, everyone needs my help. How does that make you feel? I will tell you exactly how it makes me feel. It makes me feel overwhelmed immediately when I think everyone needs my help. Everyone, if you're a member from past podcasts, is one of those words that makes it seem like the entire world is about to implode on itself. Words like everyone, always, never, anytime my brain offers me these, I have a little light that goes off that says, eh, this might be an inaccurate thinking pattern, okay? So, The first step when your brain offers you that everyone needs my help is just noticing how often you are saying that word everyone. It's just noticing that the word everyone is not helpful to you because it's not true. Everyone does not need your help. The neighbor next door, they want help from their lawn guy to mow their lawn. The person that lives across the world in Australia, they don't want your help. They don't need your help. There's nothing that you can do to help them with their backed up sewer drain. Everyone does not need your help. I know those sound like crazy off the wall examples, but our brain does this. Our brain offers us that everyone needs my help. And all of a sudden, we are thinking about our uncle, our best friend, our sister's child, our own children, our spouse, the employees at our spouse's work. And you know what we are feeling? We are feeling overwhelmed. And I don't know about you, but it's not my favorite feeling. You guys, overwhelm is optional. It is truly optional. Let me say that again for those in the back. Overwhelm is a feeling in your body that is 
optional. It is created by a thought that is in your head. So when your brain offers you, everyone needs my help. The first step is just noticing the word, the word everyone and how much weight that carries. The second step is asking your brain, is it true? Is it true that everyone needs my help? Or is it true that maybe just some people do? Maybe just the people or the person that is right in front of me right here and now. Maybe they truly do need my help. But the cousin, the aunt, the uncle, the brother's child, they do not always need your help. They actually have other people in their lives. They actually may have people to turn to who aren't you. There are so many amazing resources in this world. Do you know that there are coaches and therapists and counselors and self-help books and podcasts like this one? There are millions and millions of resources available to every single human on this planet. So the fact that your brain is offering you that everyone needs your help just is not true. I need you to question it when it comes to your mind. And this is where you figure out, number one, who really needs you right there in that moment. And number two, you figure out why you are thinking that everyone needs you. You take everyone and you boil it down to the people that you actually believe need you. It might be your best friend that lives hundreds and hundreds of miles away. And you are thinking, no, really, she needs me. What I want you to do here is figure out why you think you're the only one that she can turn to and why you want to help her in the first place. Do you want to help her because you sincerely want her to get better? Or do you want to place that phone call to help your friend that lives hundreds of miles away because you are afraid that she is going to think you are a terrible friend if you don't help her. You have to figure out what your motivation is behind wanting to help friend. And if it is that you truly want her and her situation, whatever it may be to get better, then great. We can work on that. Her situation may not get better, but she could get a coach and it could improve her thoughts about her situation. We can also talk about your thoughts about her situation. But if your motivation in helping your friend is that she is going to think that you are a terrible friend or a terrible person or that you aren't reaching out to her enough, do you want to know what? You are operating and taking actions from a feeling of guilt. And I don't know about you, but I actually don't want someone to call me to check on me out of a place of guilt. There is something about that conversation that just isn't sincere. I have done this before. 
I think I do it often. Actually, I call someone because I don't want them to think I'm not thinking about them. I call someone because I am feeling guilty that because I'm thinking the thought I didn't call them three days ago. So I need to call them now. When I call someone from a place of guilt, do you want to know what that looks like? It looks like me not being present in the conversation. It looks like me multitasking often, right? Not actually being there 100%. It looks like me replying very shortly to stories they may be telling or problems that they may be having. I am not able to show up as a person who is in the mindset that I want to help them problem solve and get to a place of health or get out of their problems because I am so busy feeling guilty because I am thinking that if I don't call them, I'm a terrible friend. Do you want to know what I think? I think you're kind of a terrible friend if you call them and you're feeling guilt because then you're in a conversation half-heartedly and you don't even want to be there in the first place. So your entire motive, your entire first thought of my friend needs my help is being completely contradicted. You are not helping her when you're calling from a place of guilt. So you get to ask yourself, does she need me? Or does she need one of those other people that are surrounding her? Does she need to maybe, instead of talking to me on the phone, talk to God on her knees? Does she need to turn to her spouse? Does she need to hike to the top of a mountain and talk to the universe? The truth here is that you do not know what your best friend needs. But you do know that when you think the thought, she's going to think I'm a terrible friend if I don't call her. You are not being a friend that will help her progress in any way because you are feeling guilty and you are not present. You are showing up in a place from shame and guilt and maybe even sadness And it is not helping you and it is definitely not helping her. So what do we do? (laughs) What do we do now? Now that we've realized that we're calling our friend out of guilt, what do we do? I love to ask myself a question. How do I want to feel when I'm on the phone with my friend who is going through something hard? I might want to feel compassion. I might want to feel empathy. I might want to feel sad. Let's go with compassion. If I wanted to feel compassion when I was on the phone with my friend who is going through something hard, what would I need to be thinking? I love doing this especially in a situation where I do want to be there for this person. Yes, I woke up this morning and I had the thought, everyone needs me. I went through, I figured out who actually needed me in this moment and she still made the list. 
totally fine. She can still be on the list of the people who need you. But what we are going to do is to say, great, if I want to be there for her, how, and I want, I want to feel compassion while I am on the phone with her, what would I be thinking? I already gave you the answer. (laughs) You might be thinking, I choose to be there for her right now. If you were thinking, I choose to be there for her right now, you would feel compassion. And from compassion, you will be present with her in that conversation. You will help her problem solve. You will cry with her when you are coming from a place of compassion. But my friends, when you are coming from a place of guilt, there is nothing you can do to help everyone in the world who needs your help. So take a moment, take the time. Next time your brain offers you this big blanket word of everyone, take the time to figure it out. First, notice that you are saying everyone. Second, realize that it is not true. Ask yourself, is that true? Does everyone need me? And third, I want you to figure out what you are thinking that is getting you to the point that that individual person you feel like needs you and only you. I promise that if you do these things, if you practice identifying these big words like everyone, that you will be able to take massive strides forward in so many of your relationships because you won't be coming from guilt. You won't be showing up for people from a place of guilt. You will be showing up for people from a place of empathy and compassion and love. That is how I want to show up for the people that I choose to show up with in my life. I want to show up for them wholeheartedly, not be distracted, and actually be there for them 100% because they are not everyone. They are one of my people. They are one of my people that I am choosing to spend time and energy and emotion on today. You can do this too. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, go to my website and book a mini consultation session at winterhollercoaching.com. You can also give me a shout out on your favorite podcast app or simply recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at Winter Holler Coaching. Thanks for joining me today. I will see you next week.